I woke up in the morning and the sun broke through the open curtains The birds sang too and they said This is a day to celebrate the savor, the fruit you favor So I said okay then, what is the best way to taste the fresh flavors To make the basis of my sacred playlist Hi everyone, this was an amazing episode where we talked all about mental health, how to take care of yourself ways that we do that and about Emily's upcoming adventure. Yes. And I think that all just tied in, right? Like choosing to go on this adventure was choosing something for myself and how sometimes something that might be hard to do for you or to think it's, you feel guilty for it or selfish. You have to go for it anyway. You have to go for it. Don't be scared because in the long run, what you do for yourself and how you care for yourself that allows you to care for others. And, you know, those are the things yep. that make the world go round. Yep, absolutely. And practicing these types of things, like it was so validating to talk through mental health with you and to have an hour where we just talked about this topic because it's validating to talk about it and it's good to practice it. And hopefully, you know, it'll inspire you all to do the same. Absolutely. So enjoy this episode, guys. Hello, everybody. Welcome to PS We Have No Plan. It's Emily Hello. here. Woo! I'm in Nashville still. <laughs> woo woo! And um, I'm Peyton. I am still in LA. And here we are. Fresh off from Sacramento. <laughs> yeah. Glamorous Sacramento. Um, <laughs> it was it was very fun, though, I have to say. I, I was there for my friend's birthday, and she lives there, and she's grew up there, and so she um, just knows it really well. So she knows the right restaurants to go to and the fun bars. And we went to a Kings game and they won, which is oh, exciting. Wow. Yeah. It was is fun. Is that near San Francisco or no? I don't know my California geography very well. It is. It's like, um, an hour away, hour oh, and a half. Okay. okay. Um, and it's close to Tahoe. It's a, it's a very central place to live, even though it's not maybe the most glamorous. Yeah. It's not the California we think of, maybe, or that no. I think of by not living in California. No, but if you talk to my friend Marissa, she will talk your ear off about how great Sacramento is. So shout out, Marissa. We love you and Sac. Shout out. We love it. Love it all. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, I some, uh, well, I was going to say I have a couple stories. I have one story today. Please. So I have my... Uh, girl with no plan blog still or my fashion page and it's all about like clothes fashion get ready with me like Love let's it. pick out outfits and this is how you wear them well there's this one guy that I work with his name is Dale and he's like late 50s and he came in today and we were talking I was with my boss his daughter and we were just talking was, he always tells like old country music stories and they're just fantastic like taking drugs hanging out with Harlan Howard and I mean <sighs> Love. It's in- it's incredible. I asked him if he would come on our podcast sometime. He goes, I have to think about it. So <laughs> clearly he has a very busy schedule. <laughs> but he was talking about my page and he goes, I see you all over the internet. You're all over it. I watch you change your clothes. I was like, what? You're like, that's not me. That is not me. And I like looked at my boss. I was like, I'm not changing my clothes on the internet. <laughs> this is not only fans i'm showing my outfits. oh my god new it's... rumor rumor alert well, then... only fans exactly and then my friend's like oh he's definitely going around town saying he's watching you on the internet changing clothes <laughs> oh 
So that was that. And that was, oh my God. How chic and fun. You're just like this new edgy gal. People are like, ooh, that Emily. What's she doing? That's, I wouldn't have expected that, but here we go. She's living her life out there on the internet. Oh, Okay, what's your other story? I love this. Well, it had to do with just some stupid shit that Dale said again. He goes, um, <laughs> have you or have you been or have you I mean, it's not like you were big or anything, but have you have you lost weight? And I was like, I don't know, Dale. You tell me. <laughs> you tell <Dale>. me. <laughs> like he's yeah. Anybody that's listening to this that knows Dale knows he doesn't mean any harm by these things, but it's like such a Daleism. Daleism. Oh my God. Dale, I love those, those people that just have the phrases and the things that they say where you're just like, what are you doing? What are you, what? Yes. But yes. it's so funny. It's just ridiculous. I have someone in my life named Joey. Shout out Joey. I love Shout him out. so much. I work with him at work and he has Joeyisms too. He's just like this flamboyant person who's just like, oh my God. Like he'll be like major purr. And it's like, what does that mean? What does that mean? What does but it he's mean? so funny. And I totally understand what you mean when it's like, it just makes sense for yes. certain people. And it's acceptable by them. But if it yes. was somebody else, you're like, I can't believe you just said that. Yeah. Like that's a <laughs> verging on rude, but verging. it's okay. But with them, it's just like, oh, hell yeah, this is great. That's just <laughs> you. Thank you. I think. <laughs> oh my God. Love, love, love. Um, but yes, that was that. So fun. Well, you have a lot of big life updates, my friend. And I think we should just dive right in because I want to hear all about it. You are leaving next week. I know. A week, uh, next Wednesday, February 1st. I'm leaving for six weeks. It's so crazy. Like crazy. It's, it's coming up so fast. And I've actually held off like talking about it a lot to a lot of people because, well, for multiple reasons. I don't want to sound like boisterous at all. Boastful, mm. boastful, bo- boastful, because, boastful, because it's, I mean, I'm very lucky to be able to do this. Like my boss has allowed me to take this time and not only allowed me, encouraged me. And I think that's super special, but that's not um, boastful, um, take up I, space, take up yeah. space in your world. You deserve the little microphone to be like, look, everyone, <laughs> I am lucky. <laughs> I am lucky sons of bitches. You yeah, I love it. All right. Well, I feel very lucky. Um, but then other people are like, is Jeff going with you? No, I'm going by myself. Oh, then just it's the veg- judgment. Yeah. It's like, or they'll say, are you guys okay? I'm like, yes, we're fine. Uh... <laughs> and we, I was, I brought it up the other day because I was starting to feel sad or guilty. It's like, um, that's what makes it work with us. If, yeah. if either one was of us would be worried about it, then we wouldn't be doing these things, but we also wouldn't be together. And it's true. Like, so I, it, that stuff normally doesn't get to me, but just hearing it a little bit more, it just, I don't know, it got under my skin a little bit and got into my head. Oh, totally. I completely understand that. Right? And it, yeah. 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 So, you know, that was, that's fine. And after a few nights, I did get a little emotional because I'm like, oh, I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss Freddie. What am I going to like? Is he going to get in a deep, dark depression wondering when his mom's coming home? But now I'm just excited. You know what? Everything is going to be fine and it is going to be a beautiful experience and you're going to be able to tell all the people back home all about it. I mean, how fun. You're living this big movie magic moment. It's so cool. I That's what I hope, you know, like I, it just seems like such an adventure and to be able to do this and to look back 
And to have this in my pocket of my memory and to tell people that you should just go. I don't have the money for this, but I'm making it work. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's expensive. But if you have the desire to just go and do these things, you have to. Because, you know, it's really hard to make those choices. I get it. But sometimes you just got to dive in, get a non-refundable ticket and do it. Right? I also think with the... It's so funny when you make even small choices people will will weigh in on, but the big choices that you make or big fun things that you do, people always share like a little judgmental, even if it's good or bad, they'll kind of judge the experience. And it's, I understand this as well. Like Luke is going through, it's so different, but it's, it's reminding me of this, but Luke is, has this really tough residency that he's in. Um, he has seven years of general surgery residency. It's going to be a doozy. It's a lot. The first year is definitely one of the worst years and he's on currently on nights. So he leaves at 5 PM, gets back at 5 30 in the morning. We kind of like tag in and out. It's a very, very weird experience right now. Right. But similar to you, when I express kind of like, oh, this is challenging and weird and different, people are like, are you okay? How's yes. how's the connection? Are you feeling connected? And it's like, that is none of your fucking business. I'm sorry. First of all, I'm just like, I, I don't need, I'm sharing this with you so that I can get your support. And maybe you can call me once in a while at night in case I get, you know, nervous or, yes. you know, invite me to dinner once in a while. I'm, I'm a little email or, or like just yeah. want company. That's what I'm saying. I'm not asking for you to dive deep and like analyze me and Luke. We're no, good. No, we're, we're good. <laughs> yeah, you're good. You're good. I don't need to hear that from you. A hundred percent. And I've, and I feel in those situations, people do like to kind of poke and prod, yeah, like for sure, for anything, for a relationship, for something you're doing or buying. Like, oh, you can afford that, or why are yeah. you buying that? What makes you able to do that? Like, it's like, don't it- worry about it. No, it's, it's totally fine. It's, yeah. I, or, or like, that's up to me. That's my decision right. to make, like not yours. And if I want to share it with you, I will. But if not, right. peace. Exactly. No, but I also get how that's easy to let those things sink in when you're feeling mm-hmm. a little bit kind of vulnerable yourself. But I am very proud of you for making this. I've been telling everyone how proud of you I am. Like all my oh. friends and family are so excited for you to have this adventure. Oh I might gosh. even be joining you. Like I'm trying to come and visit. I mean, this is, it's just an amazing experience. Why I, not? I am crossing every finger, every toe that you will be and like, and there are different times. So like whatever works for you, I will make work for me like 100,000%. And not to keep, not to go back, but I, one time you said something and I feel like this can actually really relate with friends or family, anybody, mm. coworkers in these situations when you feel like somebody is judging you or you just want to like vent and talk about it. It's, do I want comfort or do I want advice? And you yeah. taught me that. And I think that that is so useful. And in those situations, I do think sometimes you just want comfort. Yes. And I, I mean, truly communicating is just the secret to life. (laughs) So it's like, if you just over communicate with people like, Hey, I'm looking for support. I don't really need you to kind of weigh in on what you would do. I just want you to support me. It's like, even though that sounds a little overkill as a precursor, it's so helpful because then your friends are like, okay, cool. Let me just listen and take this in. Yes. And sometimes that's just really what you want. Like you don't want a conversation. You just want somebody to hear you out. And then that takes it off of your shoulders and off of your mind, right? Like you just felt recognized. Exactly. Exactly. And 
I want to hear all the plans of your trip. I'm pulling that up our brainstorm as well. Cause I thought it could be fun. Well, w- well, we thought it could be fun for this podcast to talk all about your trip, everything that you have planned. And then also kind of how you came to this place of deciding to go to Europe. Cause I think that's also sort of interesting. Um, I think that's where... so, so brilliant. Okay. Well, you know what I can do? I can talk about just maybe the places that I'm yes. going and, or the yes. start of it, like why I chose to do it, where I'm going to start. Where tell, I'm us. Spend... tell us, yes. tell us, tell us. Um, before I met Jeff, I really wanted to move to London. Like I had never been there before. I just had this desire for it. And at the time I was working on the road with the Swan Brothers, shout out, great episode. Woo. And, um, we had three days off. So I went to London for a day and a half just to see it. Oh my God. I know. And I fell in love with it. I fell in love with it. And then I fell in love with Jeff. So we stayed, <laughs> we stayed here Aww. and it, you know, as of right now, it's not happening because our careers are here, right? the music business. So it's just, it's not logically, logistically feasible for us at the moment, but I'm hopeful one day. And I just, you know, if we have a kid one day, it makes it hard. Like you can't, you're not going to stop doing things, but there are more factors and you Mm -hmm. likely won't be able to go away for six weeks on your own, but you'll get a lot of judgment if you do. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of judgment for that one. Yeah. So I'm like, well, what the fuck? I'm just going to go. Yeah. I'm just going to go. And so I just little by little, as, as our tagline says, I rarely make plans. So I've been struggling with it, but I, I slowly have been putting plans together. I'll be in London for a little while. I am house sitting in Malta. So I know, so I'm I'm part of this thing. And I think this is something like cool to share with everybody. Trusted house sitters, you sign up, they background check you and all around the world and in America, like all around the country, there are people that are looking for people to watch their houses and animals in exchange. You stay in that area for free. Oh my God. That's amazing. Right. So it's just a trade-off and it's, it's almost like the holiday, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm watching a couple little kitties in Malta. Um, I'm going to go to Iceland and Scotland and I'm hoping to go to Paris with you. Emily in Paris. <laughs> Feet Peyton. <laughs> yeah, I know. in Paris. And the thing is with that one, Peyton, just so you know, like I can do it anytime that you can do it. I know. I know. I I need to figure it out. We'll talk offline. I need to figure it out. We'll talk offline. Yes, for sure. Because it's just such, it sounds so cool. It sounds so fun. Like why not too? And and we also talked about being the first time we meet in person in Paris. (laughs) How iconic. (laughs) So iconic. We'll meet under the Eiffel Tower. Oh my God. Love, we are platonic soulmates, everyone. We really are. We really, really are. And I wouldn't change a thing. (laughs) Me either. Me me under that Eiffel Tower. (laughs) I'll bring the red wine. I'll be like, I'll bring the the baguettes and some patisseries. Oh my gosh, we're ready. Um, Amazing. Okay, so how did you come to decide this is the right time? this is what I want to do. Did, did you just wake up one day? Where, yeah. How did it all happen? You know, I think it was just a culmination of things. This time of life. I've really leaned into myself 
this last year and this podcast and your friendship like has really been a a part of that, like in a very huge way. Um, I never, I I won't say never, but very little do I put myself first. I always think of what I need to do for somebody first. And then in the middle, if it works out, I'll do it for me. And in this, I kind of let all of that go. I talked to my boss. He was okay with it. So that was the first thing because going for six weeks, leaving your boss, I'm his assistant too. Like, so that's a lot. That really Mm -hmm. is a lot. Um, and then I don't know. I think I am at that time where life can change. Like if you do have a family and I'm starting to think about that, people around me are having kids. Right. And I think it's just kind of like little birds tripping in my ear. And so it just felt right. It just felt like the time. And this time of year, Jeff is off the road. So, you know, Freddie wouldn't have to find a place to be Mm -hmm. all that time. And, you know, I kind of just forced the stars to align. Yeah, you did. Right. And I think we have to sometimes. Yes. I was just going to say, I think sometimes you have to speak things into existence and you just have to say, this is what I'm going to do. And and somehow everything kind of lines up and figures itself out. It does. It does. And it's so, this is off track, but a couple nights ago, that was a conversation that Jeff and I were having. It's sometimes hard when you get into these spaces that feel like you're in lack of creativity or you feel Mm -hmm. like you're just in a rut. And you absolutely have to stay focused and hardworking, but you also have to allow for space for things to happen. And you have to allow your mind to believe that. I I'm, I know we're both big believers in that. And that's mm-hmm. something that you and I like to always just remind not only each other, but people listening, because there's a lot of power in that. A whole lot, a whole lot. I mean, it's just... I was reflecting this morning because it's coming to the end of January now, and it's really, really beautiful and amazing of what you and I have accomplished in 25 days. Yes. I mean, it is wild to me that we just said yes to ourselves, yes to our dreams, and are building something really cool, and we're getting great feedback, and we feel good, and it's helped energize me in other parts of my life, and I know you've shared that as well. It's just, it's, and, and my friends even noticed it last weekend when I was what? in Sacramento. They were just like, you seem so much sure, just more sure of yourself. And hey, Tim, that's amazing. I know. I know. My, one of my, my, one of my best friends, Sarah, who's my maid of honor and knows me very well. She was just like, it was cool to hear you talk about branding and social media and your interests and, yeah. and not do it with a weird, you know, face or only say to a certain safe few, like you were really yeah. comfortable being yourself in any setting. And that was refreshing. And I was like, oh, I think it's because of PS, we have no plan. It, it, it's because PS, we have no plan, everybody. I mean, we say we don't have a plan, but our plan is no plan. Yeah, exactly. But we still have that plan for sure. Exactly. I, I mean, I couldn't agree with you more looking like what we have accomplished, like you said, in 25 days, but we wouldn't have got here, gotten here without us doing this almost for a year now, like all mm-hmm. of those long, harder steps, like, and still going for it when it felt weird, mm-hmm. like those were necessary for us to be able to get to where we are right now. And hopefully not hopefully into where we're going to go further each month and year and, yep. you know, every, everything that passes by. And it's just, we said yes to it. And when, even when we were nervous, like, and unsure of what to say, or who to reach out to, like, can mm-hmm. we do this? 
we just kind of ignored that in our brains and kept going. And exactly. I think, right. And I, I really think that that is such a life lesson to not only learn for yourself, but once you do to share that with others. A hundred percent. And it's, it is funny because some of my people in my life are like, great, well, what's next for this brand and how are you going to monetize it? And how are you going to make this your full-time job and your business? And you know, you and Emily, how are you going to do this? How are you going to build the empire? And it's, it's funny because to, to me, my response is always like, so interesting. People immediately jump to how are you going to monetize? How are you going to make this a money thing? And yeah, it's of course, eventually it'd be awesome if we had our own business and brand and an office and built out our own team, that would be amazing. And I, I hope we get there, but it's just been refreshing to pour ourselves into a passion project without any ties, without anyone holding anything over us, without money being attached or associated. It's just because we want to. that's all it's been so far is like, we just want to do this and we want to learn more about ourselves. And I don't know. It's just so rare in life that we, people do that. I couldn't agree more. And it's also, it's self-accountability. There's nobody like making us do this, but ourselves and each other, you know? And and I think part of that is keeping myself accountable is I don't want to let you down because I know how much we're, we've put into this. And when I feel like I'm lacking, I really am like, okay, I've got to get it together. I need to pull my weight a little bit more. And I think it's just that desire for this, that it's actually yeah. something that we believe in and we really like that we're, we're keeping ourselves accountable. Yeah. It's really awesome to see. And I think another big piece of it is we're in a mentally kind of good spot, both of us. And I think we've yes. been open about how that's not necessarily been the case our whole lives. And and that's why I kind of, I, I jotted down a few questions because I watched this really impactful Netflix interview about mental health last night. And it made me think like, we are really mentally well right now. And I think it's because we have a lot of these different things that I, I, I personally didn't have before I met you and before we started PS. And so I thought we could maybe talk more about mental health this episode too. Um, Absolutely. I think that is so brilliant because I feel the exact same way. I know we've both gone on paths where we feel lost or not even really knowing who I am right now, what I want to be when I grow up or the confidence to just be yourself, which sounds so simple, but it is so hard to do. It's really hard. And this has encouraged us. And I think given us a space to do that, a a safer space that we have made, made that for ourselves and for each other. And that in itself has, I think just totally helped our minds and helped us feel, I don't know, worthy and needed. Truly. Yeah, truly. It's like uh, given us purpose and it's given us passion. It's given us commitment and all the good things. And so so w- with this in mind, so w- I watched this interview with, I think I brought up Ginny and Georgia in our last episode, yes. but it's with cast of Ginny and Georgia, a new Netflix series, um, season two just got released. So Antonia Gentry and Felix Mallard, I believe is his last name, had this interview and and the show is very heavy. It talks a lot about self-harm and um, depression and it's, it's a heavy show. And so they wanted, Netflix probably wanted the cast members to kind of talk about mental health but they had some good questions. So I will ask you and we can go back and forth, but okay, good. The first I want one... you to answer too. This can't be all my voice. Nobody wants that. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, we can we can pose it for both of us. We can both okay. answer. Okay. Um, what does self care mean to you? I think it's being aware of what I'm spending my my thinking time on. To be honest with you, and and knowing when I need to turn that off, um, knowing when I've been on my phone too much, taking some time for just quiet. And I mean, going outside activity, I think self-care for me is very much activity and making sure that my mind feels clear. And and there's a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? That does. And I love that. I think I love that because I I resonate with that too. And I I think I'll add, because I agree with those statements, is um, identifying what makes me happy in the moment. And, and oh, actually going after that, right? Because I think sometimes that does mean the traditional self-care activities. Like sometimes I'm like, I yes. feel really run down. I feel like I'm breaking out everywhere. I want to do a face mask and a bath. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's, I'm feeling like lately, this this month, for example, I've f- felt very inspired and creative. And it's like doing more of that and committing to more of that is a form of self-care to me. Absolutely. And chasing what is giving you like a spark at the moment. Like that really is absolutely. I mean, pouring a glass of wine, like that can be self-care. You've had a really long day and that, you know, is just something that you'd really like. Absolutely do it. It's, it, I don't think that there's a one size fits all in self-care. I think there's a line and I think we, and we did talk about this once it's when does self-care become or what was it? Treat yourself becomes treat myself every day. So of course you have to like balance self-care with, well, I don't know the materialized stuff. You know what? I take all of that back. That's not true at all. I think if it's self self-care and it's helping you and your mind, then there is nothing that you should take back or not do. I really do. I, like I as agree. I, yeah. As I was talking that out, it, that doesn't make sense. I think if it works for you and you need it to be clear and a, a better you, then you have to do it. I agree with you. I agree with you. I think where it becomes overindulgent, which what you were talking about, like the treat yourself stuff is when you're not being mindful about what you actually need. And so it's really about, for me, connecting with myself and being honest with myself about what I need. Because sometimes there, it's different and, and not placing judgment on it. Because no, I, I not know- at all right? Like in my therapy session, sometimes I'll judge myself before I even say what I'm supposed to say. And it's like, just speak your mind, just say what you have to say and don't judge yourself. I think that's taking care of yourself. I think that's self-care. It is. That's so well said. And I, I think I still have trouble with that. Like judging what I'm right. Or even something that's in my mind, a thought, it it, it could be like something not really nice. And I'm like, how Mm -hmm. am I thinking this? This isn't me. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes that can like cause a little bit of a mind fuck. And I think those are hard too, but you just have to work through it and just recognize maybe if these thoughts are there or you're not thinking clearly, what mm-hmm. can I do to kind of like Zen down and come back to myself and whatever exactly. that might be. It could exactly. be a massage. You know, when I get my haircut, I really think of that as self-help or self-care because I love like the hair massage when they wash your hair. Like <sighs> me too. That's the best part. I would pay $50 to have that done. Just that. Oh, <laughs> totally. Oh my gosh. I love it so much. So we, this is the second question. It kind of goes along with 
everything that we're all about. So I'm curious to hear from you. How do you think about self-discovery and its part in mental health? I think they go hand in hand. You know, I really do. I don't think that one is a, what is, oh gosh, what's the word? I don't think one is the outcome of the other. Like it doesn't, Mm -hmm. just because you know yourself doesn't mean you're going to have clarity Mm -hmm. um, or super like healthy brain at the moment and thoughts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I, but I do think that once you become closer to knowing who you are and aware of what you want, what you think, what you need, what makes you happy, who you're around, what you want to spend your time doing, I definitely think then you're able to go on a more, um, a more, a, a, a path that's more for you. And that helps you in your, in your mind, because then you're not questioning everything that you're doing, or you're not sick and tired of what you're putting your energy into. And that really clouds yeah. up your mind. Yeah, no, it definitely does. And it, it goes back to what we were saying earlier about how connecting with ourself through this brand and through our friendship has helped us stay in a healthy mental state. And it's so funny that something so basic as self-discovery, right? I feel like that's a term people throw on all the time, but it really, to me, just means learning yourself and and, and giving yourself space to um, ask yourself what you need and ask yourself what you like and be creative and funky and fun and different. And um, yeah, just leave room for creativity. And um, it's interesting how positive and happy I've felt from doing that. And it's just, you you think it's just so complicated. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm so doom gloom. It's sad. And and sometimes it is, sometimes it's unavoidable, but I, I do think these basic activities we forget as we get older like checking in with ourselves, like writing to write, like singing or dancing when we feel like singing or dancing, going for a walk. Yeah. Right. Like ask, talking to a friend, uh, talking about your feelings, saying how you feel, talking about your day, like all that can help with your mental health so much. It can. It's, it's, those are the basics of life, right? We make things so hard and with all the technology and things that are built onto each other and what all these things that are at our everyday grasp, I think we forget that what we really need is like the simple things, the human interaction, the good whole foods, being outside, having some sunshine on our face, um, just feeling something, you know, like just feeling. And I listen to this motivation almost every day. And he always says that he, he goes, we make things so complicated Mm -hmm. when we don't need to, you know, we just, this is our one life. So let's make it everything that we want to. And it's, it's called Berg's by Mount Wolf. And I'm, it is actually, I'll put it on. Um, I'll put that on our website for like a little, one of our inspiration pages. Um, but it is just so magical and it is so soothing and, you know, something like that just helps me connect to what it's all about. And it's really just simplicity. It's not always going to be simple because we don't live in a simple world. Um, I know. And, that would and I be... think, oh, no, sorry, go, go ahead. No, no, no. 
I was just going to, I was going to completely agree with you. And I think sometimes the wellness world tries to make it like this, you have to buy this fancy thing and you have to subscribe to this overpriced meditation series and do these kind of things. And that is cool. If you want to do that all for it, whatever, but it is funny how I never really connected to myself through those things. I think I enjoyed those things. Like I love a good yoga class. I love to exercise. I love those things, but sometimes that doesn't really help me connect with what I need and and who I am at my core. So I, my blog post today on our site is about things that I do to, that actually help me stay mindful. And there's such silly activities. Like I, I, I ask Alexa, what is my affirmation for today? And Alexa will tell me a little, I am statement and I'll say it out loud. I'll write it in my journal. I'll any, any water next to my bedside table, I'll like dump it in Maisie's water bowl or in a house plant and I'll get a fresh glass of water and it'll just remind me, okay, today's a new day. Look at this fresh water. That is so cool. Right? Like little things. And it's, it's funny. They're free. They take two seconds and it really does help me personally connect. Um, with myself. So, and you're sharing something that you have, like just that water. I love that because that yeah. makes a difference to that growing plant to Maisie. You're sharing what you have. And then just, I mean, this right. is, you're filling your cup right back up. Right. And it's, it's a weird mental thing where I'm like, oh, I'm doing something good for myself. Like it makes me feel good. It makes yeah. me, you know, so those types of little things really to your point, the simple everyday things are are actually amazingly helpful. They are. They really are. And I mean, there are times where it's hard to see them or connect with them because of circumstances, you know, out of yes. your control. And that happens to everybody. And we all have to, it's tough. It's definitely really tough when those things happen. But when you are able to control things or your mind, it makes a big difference. Oh my gosh, totally. And right? I'm curious, the next question, because this bleeds into that, is how you talk about mental health with your friends and family. So when you are in a bad spout, how do you talk about it versus when you are feeling good, how do you talk about it? And I think you brought this up earlier and not sound like you're bragging. Like, how do you talk about your mental health with friends and family? That's a really good question because I don't know if I've ever thought about that before. I don't know if I actually really do. I think if I'm feeling blue or in a bad headspace or just sad, I I say that, like I say it that way, like I'm I'm just not in a good headspace today or I'm just feeling really blue or sad and I don't know why and I'll share that with my family mostly and then my like core group of girlfriends, there's like three of them and it's with my girlfriends, we just always pump each other up and just be like, it's okay, like we're here. It's not always going to be this way and not, not a toxic positivity, right? but just being there for each other. And that's what, like, we have our little group chat. So whenever somebody's down, we pick them up and it's always somebody. And then sometimes it's you. And that's so helpful to just have like that little pod that, you know, will always listen. Like you mm-hmm. don't have to talk, but these texts are there. Mm-hmm. And then my family and Jeff, it's just, you know, I don't, I, I guess I don't think about it. It's just whatever state I'm in, I just kind of say it and I, you know, because it it reflects in my mood or if I'm talking or whatever I'm doing, if I have the energy to go do something or not, it definitely, you can see it in my physical actions in my Mm -hmm. physical state. 
Oh, for sure. It's so yeah, it just takes over sometimes, both positively and negatively. So I right. agree with you. It is sort of an awkward. I mean, being vulnerable is so challenging. And I think yes. you're taught from a young age, like that's wrong or that's weak, or it's better to be right than it is to kind of be vulnerable and talk about whatever your feelings. And it's just, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm returning back to when I was a kid and just saying out loud how I'm yeah. feeling like every day and just do you being feel like a bit therapy, more honest. Do you feel like therapy has helped you find that? For sure. Yeah. I think so. And I think being that able was my to, catalyst too. Right. And just being able to um, put words to how you feel. Cause I think that can be kind of a hard, like, I know what I'm feeling up here, but it's really hard to say it. I think yeah. therapy has helped me connect the two. Absolutely. I, and I remember, man, for a, a good few months when I was seeing my first therapist, every time I would cry or say something, I was like, I feel so guilty. Like, I don't, I don't want you to like hold this. Like, I don't want you to have to hear this from me because you don't, you don't need to hear this. You don't need to carry it. She's like, that's what my job is. I'm here for you to be like, I'm your sounding board, but I could not get over feeling guilty of spilling all of that. I got Mm -hmm. over it eventually, but it was really hard. And I think that is a personality trait of mine that I'm working on to, be okay with talking about my feelings. Um, and I definitely think I'm getting better. Maybe sometimes I do it too much, but it's definitely a hard hurdle to event, like initially pull yourself over. I think so too. I think giving yourself, creating space for yourself to feel mm-hmm. and express how you feel is really scary. It can then, then when the floodgates open, sometimes, like you said, you just like go on a little rant, but yeah. I think that's that's okay. It's just people, at, at least for my friends and I, we we try to give each other the space and we'll queue up questions and we'll say, how's this going? Or how's that? How's this? How's the other? How are you really doing? So we'll try to kind of probe a bit. But yeah, honestly, the best advice I would say is just practice, like practice talking yes. about your feelings with your friends yes. and family because it, it is hard to do. It is. And it's okay. It's okay to do that. And it's actually like, once you do it, you'll feel so good. It's one of those things I feel you will say to yourself, why did I do this sooner? Right? Yeah. 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 And it's so like, it really is one of those things. And I, I mean, I could say that about so many, so many occurrences in life, but the thing is you just have to recognize, but I'm doing it now. And thank goodness I'm doing it now. Yeah. Agreed. Well, the final question, because I know we're coming to the end of our episode, is what's the best advice you've gotten about mental health or kind of anything within that realm, but but maybe about how to take care of yourself or mental health? I think that it's never too much. You know, it's never too much. Don't ever hold it all in. We are here for you because so many times you see people or know people that it is too much and you know the ultimate sacrifices themselves and you don't want that to happen to yourself or somebody that you love and I think the best advice that some that I have gotten and that I give to my friends is just don't be afraid to cry don't be afraid to talk don't be afraid to ask for help a shoulder to lean on it's okay to say like I'm not doing well yeah. And, and I think it's as simple as that. I, I love that. I love that advice. I, I agree. And I'll add, I think the, something that I've learned, um, 
is, is to stop. I mean, I said this earlier, but just stop judging yourself. I think we all have this, this way about like, it's human nature to kind of observe yourself and place judgment on how you're feeling, Mm -hmm. um, and how you're doing what you do to take care of yourself. I know for myself, a lot of the things that I'll do is watch clips on YouTube. I, for example, last night I stayed up till midnight watching a bunch of Seth Cohen videos um from the OC and I absolutely love him and we love self Co- Seth Cohen sorry. Seth Cohen I know he's so great and wonderful and I was missing Luke and I was getting kind of scared at night by myself and that was a form of self-care was yep. staying up a little later I know I had to wake up early I know whatever it was not it's better to get eight hours of sleep rather than six and whatever else but and it's probably good to read a book rather than watch technology but for me but that, that was moment, not happening yeah wasn't it wasn't happen happening for you. and it was soothing and I it soothed me to sleep and it was a wonderful oh, thing man. and I watched great clips and made me happy and I love tv and movies and so it's just I, I'm going on a ramp but it's just to to, to not judge yourself and in, in what you need in a moment yeah and just do it it's I don't know. I I, I, I don't even know if that makes sense, but it makes total like... sense. And it ties us all up. Just do it. Mm-hmm. Don't hold back. Don't be, don't be afraid. It's okay. Just go for it because you will not regret it. Yes. Ah, well, this was such a fun episode and we're so excited to hear about all the adventures and you're up from you. And I hope everyone kind of resonated with this mental health chat. We can yes. do more of this. Um, so thank you guys for listening. Thank you. This is PS We Have No Plan. Follow us on all of our socials and PS No Plan PS We Have No Plan.com. Bye guys. All right. Bye. I woke up in the morning and the sun broke through the open curtains. The birds sang too and they said, This is a day to celebrate the savor, the fruit you favor. So I said, okay, then what is the best way to taste the fresh flavors to make the